So which place do you most associate the following foods with? Falafel, chatzilim, cholva, kichel, kugel, and latkes. I'm pretty sure that Port Elizabeth was not the first place to come to mind. Nonetheless, thanks to Charlotte Hringling, the owner of Manor Delights, a private catering company, these items plus many more are on offer. Charlotte is my guest now to tell me more. Charlotte, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Shalom to you and shalom to our listeners. And thank you so much for your beautiful introduction. Um, Charlotte, tell me a little bit about Manor Delights. Yes, um, well, the Bible story about manna always intrigued me as a little girl and still to this day. And as we all know, it was the food that was miraculously provided for the Israelites in the desert. So this edible substance is spiritual nourishment of divine origin. And it is my aim and wish that my dear clients will also benefit and enjoy a similar special experience when they eat my delights I offer. Charlotte, so you you bringing in the spiritual aspect of food together with the the, the physical, obviously. Um, you how did you get? You have a huge variety of Middle Eastern foods on on your uh, menu. How did it all start? After studying fine arts and also culinary arts, I worked at a number of food establishments, and eventually I got introduced to the Jewish community here in Port Elizabeth. I ended up working at the Port Elizabeth Progressive Jewish Congregation, and a whole new world opened up to me. I became mesmerized and immersed myself in the new techniques and food symbolism. The history of the Jewish people is rich and varied, and it's definitely it's reflected in the glorious diversity of their food and cooking. And to quote the Talmud, there is no festive celebration without eating and drinking. No festive celebration without eating or drinking. You have on your menu everything from charoset to subnat gavniot to um, challah. Do you bring these foods out um, according to the Jewish um, calendar or are they always on offer? Yes, no, we are definitely in tune with the Jewish calendar and we do celebrate the Jewish holidays also. And my uh, Jewish clients um, order them for me. It's a, there's a demand in Port Elizabeth and it's an integral part of our lives. And I really, really look forward to each uh, Jewish holiday. <laughs> Charlotte, you recently visited Israel. What was that like? I was very fortunate to visit the land of milk and honey with my partner, Noam, who is also originally from Israel. And I got to meet his parents and family. And we all had an incredible time exploring Israel. And we were there for three weeks during June. And it was very, very hot. (laughs) But I will never forget all the adventures we enjoyed together. And we visited Yad Vashem quite early on. And it was very moving, and um, but it was very important. <clears throat> we spent time in the Negev and snorkeled in a lot, floated on the water in the Dead Sea, something I've always wanted to do, and walked the vibrant streets of Tel Aviv and visited beaches and art galleries and also Jaffa. And we went to the north, the Golan Heights and Sea of Galilee and Rosh Hanika. <laughs> and of course, Jerusalem, where I lost my heart. And we visited the Wailing Wall and, of course, the Shuk. 
Well, I, I guess out of all those places, I mean, it sounds like an incredible journey and you did all the things that you should have done. Charlotte, but the shock for you as a pastry chef and cook, what was that like? But to taste the flavors and experience the food culture that Noam enjoyed growing up was very special. And to be surrounded by spices and pomegranates and orange juice and halva and all vegetables and legumes and new aromas and oh, almost too many things to, to highlight. Um, it was just incredible. And any foodies um, dream come true. And some um, things that really stuck um, and was a complete new experiences was the tamarindi date juice that we enjoyed in a lot. And we had basbusa cake, the lemon uh, dessert, and knafe also from the knafe queen at the Carmel market. And Noam treated me to delectable pastries at Abu Lafia in Jaffa. And he made me taste almond juice, which was absolutely sublime. And I enjoyed so much oh, all the street food and the pita and the falafel and the shawarmas. And I never experienced such a variety of <laughs> spread of breakfast. They really take it seriously. And the concept of sharing plates and what they call like opening the table at restaurants, it's stunning and mezze plates of goodness and very unique. <laughs> um, Charlotte, when you're in Israel, obviously those raw ingredients are easily available. You offer falafel, you offer pita. Do you struggle with your ingredients? Um, it's not really that difficult to um, to source uh, these dry ingredients. We have excellent local suppliers here um, who offer locally produced um, produce and also import from Israel and other places um, in the world. And so to obtain sesame seeds and nuts and chickpeas and grains, it's really not that difficult. And we also supply, um, we also I only use the freshest of ingredients, of course, and I do enjoy supporting local businesses like herbs and garnishes and eggs and things like that. Is, um, who's your clientele, Charlotte? I have a very wide um, clientele, actually. Um, I have, uh, from all walks of life, basically, a lot of health-conscious people who suffer from allergies and also have a special dietary requirements um, like vegans also and I do love helping them and then I also have corporate uh, people and also private ladies and men who um, just enjoy lovely weekend snacks and things like that and then I of course also offer um, certain items to restaurants and coffee shops on a weekly basis and then I have um, Jewish clients who also make use of my special authentic treats especially during um, like Rosh Hashanah or Hanukkah and um, other celebrations. Uh, it certainly takes the stress off to have somebody who clearly enjoys it and from what you're saying cooking and baking for you is a passion. Have you always been passionate about it Charlotte? Oh, yes, most definitely, um, since a little girl. And uh, <laughs> I remember my dad also, he used to treat us to most wonderful restaurants when we would visit Cape Town and um, uh, Joburg and other places. And uh, food is a very um, integral part of our lives. And um, yes, no, it's um, something I get very excited about. <laughs> and also learning about the history and um 
symbolic um, uh, connotations and meanings. It's um, it really just enriches one's life, definitely. You have so we've spoken about your passion. Is there any kind of food that you don't enjoy preparing at all? That that you think, oh, please don't put that on the order for today because I don't want to make that. Oh, uh, <laughs> life is way too short to <laughs> to make anything that you don't like. Um, I do have um my favorites, and I choose not to um cook certain uh, foods. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, but in general, um, now we love cooking um, and I don't make anything that I don't agree with or don't like. So, no. <laughs> and in terms of things you do, I mean, you do both baking and cooking. Do you have a preference between the two of them? I do specifically um, enjoy the pastry side of things, um, like baklava and the knafe and the mamul. Um, it's very, very popular. And uh, I enjoy working with um, and trying out new things with rose water, pistachio and nuts and phyllo and honey and spices and um, your saffron. And, you know, it's all very, very interesting. And um, just from my experience, my very limited experience of baking, sometimes you make the same thing twice and it's just the exact same ingredient. It doesn't just doesn't work. I often wondered if bakers who do this professionally have that experience and if so, what happens next? Yes, um, the weather um, does affect your cooking and baking, but um, I really do always strive for consistency. And if something new that I try out doesn't work out <laughs> as planned, I just call it something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting hungry just talking to you and um, I'm starting to salivate a little bit. Um, does, um, do you prepare freshly every day? I mainly uh, prepare um, fresh orders. Um, basically, I prepare per order. Um, so, But I do bake daily, and then I advertise also on Facebook and Instagram, and I have my regular clients and my weekly uh, drop-offs at coffee shops. So no, I, I keep myself busy <laughs> almost all the time. Because it must be quite a risk in, in, in baking specifically in having food left over. And I, I suppose if you reliant on people passing by, um, you may over-cater, you may under-cater. What do you do with leftovers? Yes, I really do try to not over-cater. Um, and if there's a little bit of food left, we either enjoy it ourselves or we take it to friends and family. And then we also, of course, um, give to charity, to like street children or an old age home. And yeah, no, just to brighten up their day a little bit, definitely. Charlotte, do you taste everything you make? Uh, yes, <laughs> but Noam is also my quality controller and um, yeah, he <laughs> he actually uh, jokes and say that I'm the, yeah, I'm the reason he's gained 25 kgs in the last four years, but I don't force feed him, I promise. But yeah, <laughs> no, he, um, he's, a, <laughs> he's my biggest critic and very direct and I really appreciate that about him. And um, it's just wonderful to have a partner like Noam who inspire me and all these interesting stories um, about Israel and um, you know, life experiences. And um, you know, it's really wonderful. Um, we would not be able to have a conversation without discussing load shedding and the impact that might have on a small business in um, Port Elizabeth. Yes, no, it's really, really bad and it can get extremely stressful. 
and it delays the workflow. And I end up having to to bake very late at night, <laughs> and there's a lot of interruptions that take place. And I and unfortunately, the schedule is not always according as planned. Um, but it is not going to change anytime soon. And I've learned to be adaptable and concentrate on admin and purchasing and marketing and cleaning and things like that, um, things I can do that I don't need electricity because, you know, let's face it, I can't bake a cake without electricity. No, absolutely. Um, have you thought about new things you'd like to add to the menu? Um, yes, definitely. I would like to um, add even some more authentic desserts also, um, some health drinks and some other little treats that I've <laughs> stole with my eyes in Israel. And, um, yeah, border my audience, definitely. <laughs> what, what is the feedback? Do you have regular people coming every week that you, you know? And, I mean, to what extent are your clients regular and to what extent are they just like, I don't know, just finding you, I don't know, coming back? People who just yes, arrive? I have um, clients who, for instance, order hummus and um, and other kinds of salads on a weekly basis, basically every Friday. And then I have, um, uh, uh, thankfully, new clients <laughs> uh, quite regularly. And the feedback is wonderful, really. Um, and it's such a compliment, of course, to have a repeat customer. Um, it shows that we are doing something right and that they enjoy it. And, yeah, I just always strive to do my absolute best. And it's um, I, I love my clients. They are very dear to me. And I learn so much from them also. And um, many have become friends, actually. It sounds absolutely amazing. With Hanukkah coming up, are you thinking about your uh, subcabinet? Oh, yes, definitely. We, we can't wait. And that's actually one of my um, favorite Jewish holidays, <clears throat> lighting the Hanukkah night after night and with, with Noam and his family on this side. And, um, you know, we're going to definitely um, sell a lot of latkes and sufkaniyat. No, definitely. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the latkes there for a second, Charlotte. Thank you for reminding mm. me. Um, are you thinking, just because, as I say, like I'm getting hungry just talking to you, Charlotte, are you thinking of franchising? Um Thank you for the suggestion or the <laughs> the compliment. Um, that would be actually wonderful. And um, who knows what the future holds? Um, uh, hopefully, it will be wonderful and amazing to to you know, slowly but surely build my empire. And uh, it will be really that'll be the highlight. Um, no, most definitely. I mean, if anybody in Jover would be interested, should could they contact you? They're very, very welcome to contact me, and I would love to be of service to them. No problem, definitely. I mean, we, we definitely work on you going under the best in, but uh, I can imagine that there would be quite an interest in, in kind of new food coming on the market here. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the wonderful thing about uh, food. It connects people, and it's a way of communicating and and it's really so that the energy and the, and the effort that we pass on through our cooking feeds the body and soul, and it really nourishes. And um, knowing the story behind food um, and the ancient history and family memories, and it really infuses the dish with meaning. And food just takes on a deeper significance, um, and that's what I love most about food. And 
um, you know, it's just incredible. <laughs> and it would be wonderful to be able to um, be of service to, uh, to, um, to all of you. <laughs> Charlotte, how do people contact you if they'd like to be in touch? Yes, um, they're welcome to um, like uh, my Facebook page. Um, the logo is um, gold mandala of turquoise man- manor delights. And um, they can also WhatsApp me at 081-583-6747. And I would love to be in touch. Charlotte, thank you so much for joining me. It was an absolute pleasure and it was so lovely talking to you and thank you for the opportunity and Shabbat Shalom to all our listeners. Thank you very much. That was Shana Hrunlin, who has just, oh, not just, but is the owner of Manor Delights, which serves Middle Eastern and Jewish foods to the community in Port Elizabeth.